Welcome to Debatable. I'm Jeff. I'm here with my brother, my day one, my ace boom, Tone. Peace and blessings, my brother. How you doing? What's good, man? It's been a minute. It's been a while. It's been a while. What you said? 10 months, right? Yeah. Yo, we back, right? We ain't going nowhere. That's the plan. I mean, <laughs> it's a pandemic outside, Jeff. I know, right? Shit, how you been, man? How you been? Talk to me. Man, you Let know, the a lot people has changed. Know. You know, a lot has changed since uh, when we last recorded. I got a daughter now. Facts. So that's, and she keeping me up, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But other than that, man, I can't complain at all. I'm still working, so I can't complain. I understand that, man. I, 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 I'm all right, you know. I'm good, man. My my boy about to be one next week. You I know. know. We got, you know, a healthy family trying to stay safe out here the best way we can. Yeah, I got the team over there. Yeah, man. Looking like an NBA squad over here, man. <laughs> Y'all got a family feud squad? <laughs> family feud for sure. Could definitely go on there and just compete with the kids. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know. But listen, uh, day one listeners, new listeners, we are back. I'm happy to be here. I know my brother is happy to be here. Facts, facts, facts. But we got we got something new, something special that we wanted to introduce to the to the to this podcast. All right. We decided to bring on a moderator. All right. We added a third wheel to the debatable crew. And he go by the name of Cell. How you doing, bro? Let me Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Debatable Cell. What's up, man? Yep. Let the people know. Yeah, I see see you out here with the applause and stuff. I appreciate that. Uh I'm a make-believe audience. Much love to y'all. Um, for sure. Uh just happy to be a part of this, man. Listen to y'all a lot. Uh, I guess you brought me in just in case uh you know, y'all get disrespectful. You know, I, I like to use that term sometimes when y'all making points that just don't make no sense and we need to move on. But when I listen to this, y'all make a whole bunch of sense, even when y'all don't agree. So we're going to see how this go, man. Yes, sir, man. Much we, love, much love. We are happy that you decided to be a part of this, man. And we're going we're gonna to take this podcast to the next level, bro. But all let's that go. being said, man, let's get into these topics. Let's go. All right, so we're going to start off with something a little light, but a little heavy for those those people that's passionate about it. We got these Grammy nominations out, right? And so we want to see who y'all feel deserve to be on that list. We want to see who y'all feel like got snubbed. So I'm going to go ahead and read off, you know, audience listening, y'all listening. Uh, we got D Smoke with Black Habits, uh, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, Alfredo. We got Jay Electronica, a written testimony. Nas, Nasty Nas was nominated. King's Disease. Then we got my boy Royce, the Five Nine allegory. So, with all that being said, guys, who y'all think should be on that thing? Who y'all think should have been taken off? Uh, who we missing? Talk to me. I'm gonna go. You know, I'm honestly, I'm not even upset about the list. Now, I think that. It's been some snubs for sure. I'm gonna go with West Side Gun, you know, his uh <laughs> Pray for Paris album. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it definitely should have been nominated for uh rap album of the year. 
Uh, that's the only that's the only snub I can think of right now. Um, is uh, the West Side Gun album. He should definitely be on that list. Me personally, I really think that album should be as far away from the list <laughs> as possible. <laughs> you, but right. it's ahead. a great album. I like it, but not Grammy nominated. But the only thing is, I think that D Smoke album shouldn't be on there. Really? All right. Well, first off, let me uh, address this disrespect from West Side Gun. All right. Before, let me listen. I'm going to try my best to attack that argument and not you because, you know, we got one rule. You know what I'm saying? We got one rule on this on this podcast. Attack the argument, not the person. But you out of line by saying that album should be as far away from that list as possible. That, so you taking I, that as personal. I'm talking about the album, not you. I know. Ed, <laughs> you know how much I love West Side Gun, all right? <laughs> so, hey, take, take three deep breaths, man. Three I'm, deep breaths before you go. <laughs> Listen, that album is a masterpiece. All right? You can't deny that album is greatness. Now, yeah. the D Smoke album, I listened to it recently. I listened to it all yesterday. I listened to it uh, Friday. I'm not mad about that album being on that list. I'm really not. It's, uh, I think it's one of those albums that's going to age really well. And I think it's going to be, uh, one of those, um, if he is, if he's able to, you know, make more albums, I think we're going to look back like, yo, you remember his first album? His first album was fire. I think it's going to be like that. Uh, it kind of, it kind of felt like, um, a good kid, Mad City album. He had, he, it sounded like a Kendrick Lamar album. I mean, he can. You know who his brother is, right? Yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. He can rap as. Yeah, I think the production was good. I think the album. I think the album was a good album, bro. I'm not mad about it being. I'm I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying, out the gate. What's wrong with that though? Grammy. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Man, it's it's. I will put "Pray for Paris" in there before I put that D Smoke album. Okay. I mean. I would too, but but you know I like what you call him better than pray for. I like Flat God is an awesome God too. You like that more than you like pray for Paris. I like that better than pray for Paris. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I'm not gonna go that far. So you, so out of this list, right? You cool with everybody but D Smoke, D Smoke and Jay Electronica. We could we can talk about that, but it's okay. Go ahead. So continue what's the, to disrespect, what's the issue man? with Jay Let? Yeah. That leaked album that he came out with was better. Come on, man. Just because Jay-Z was on it, we're not going to act like it's just great because Jay-Z was on it. So are you saying flat out that you feel like that album shouldn't have been on there for nominations? Yeah. Uh, and what would you put in this place? Well, I found out that uh, I think um, Burden of Proof came out after, so that couldn't be on it. But I really wish it could have. And I, since we just yeah. throwing out random albums, I can put Action Bronson album on there. I didn't listen to this album, and I'm not even comfortable enough to say that I will put an Action Bronson album. I'm just saying you put out West Side Gun, so I had to come with something. Yo, you're you going to stop, like, stop saying that like it's a bad thing, bro. Like, <laughs> West Side Gun. Like, stop being disrespectful. It's West Side Gun, yeah, bro. Now, if you, you can but, say all you want about him not, like, being a good rapper or whatever. He puts together great albums, right or wrong. Yeah. Okay. That that Pray for Paris album, I feel like it's a great album. I feel like it's a so masterpiece, bro. You think that's better from King to a God? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Con- you talking about Conway album, right? Yes. yes. It's better than that. Okay. 
That's better than that. I think I think Pray for Paris is the best album that came out of Griselda, besides Burden of Proof. Besides Burden of Proof. You think it's better than Tana Talk? I'm talking about this year, bro. Right. I'm talking about oh, this year. Okay. <laughs> All right, so hearing y'all, just one quick question before we before we before we hit it. So it's a lot of stuff that go into why y'all say albums are the best that they deserve to be on here, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So what factors are y'all weighing these albums by? And we talking about the Grammys. I ain't talking about nothing personal, right? Nothing personal. We talking about Grammys was represents the culture, I guess, as a whole for mainstream. What, what factors y'all think need to go into it to be considered for rap album of the year? Um, well, for, well, for me personally, I know you just said nothing personal, but like, I mean, the, yeah, of course it's yeah, personal. <laughs> but like the Grammys, I don't even, for one, I don't even like, I don't like that we look at the Grammys as it's it's a standard, you know, like it's oh if it's if it's nominated for the Grammy then it gotta be good, right? Um, I don't I don't like I don't like that idea. Um, I don't like the idea that we need to like feel included with them. Um, I feel like we should make our own. I've been saying that for years, but. Besides that, I just look at the production. Um, I look at what, the story of the album, like what are the, you know the content, um, lyrical ability, uh, things like that. All right, what about you, Tom? I agree, but taking away my unbiased opinion on it, the list isn't bad. <laughs> you know, take a, it's not bad, so I can't be too upset about it. But I just think that the work has to stand out. It can't be the same as everything else. Mm-hmm. That's why this Nas album for me, I think should win because it's such a completely different Nas on different tracks. And it's just, it's just, it's good. It's a really, really good body of work. So I don't know. It, it, and then a lot has to do with how to fit the feel of the album. You got, it got to feel good too. You know what I mean? So. It's it's a lot of factors. You just know when you hear it sometimes. So so, so I don't want to jump the gun, but it seemed like the Grammys did okay this time around, huh? With selecting rap albums. It ain't horrible. <laughs> yeah, I think they did decent. I I I think this list is cool. Like it's not like it's not like major snubs, but it's not like like major. The only like real surprise is the the D the D Smoke album. Right. Um but I mean, Tone, you just said like you think the Nas album will win. You know, I'm. I think I'm, it should win. You think it should win. Yeah. You know, I'm a you know I'm a Nas fanatic, um. So I'm gonna try to leave my bias out of it. So I'm gonna go a different route. I think. You think the J Electronica? Nah, no, no. See, I I think, I think Royce might. I think he might win this. When the last time you listened to the album? It's been when a minute. It came out, when, when it, it came out? out? Came out like in March, I think. I told you. My no, not even reverse. March. I think it came out before then. I you can't remember when it came out. <laughs> I don't. What do you, how do you feel about Royce? <laughs> no, remember, I like him a lot, but sometimes when he rap on the track, his flow be so all over the place. Nah, this, see, this album is complete. It's complete with production. It's complete with uh, lyricism. Any talking about, any, any talking about, I think it's better than Book and Ryan. I think it's better. Okay, I think it's a dope album. I think I think he might win this one. So Royce's uh, J Supreme prediction and Tone, your prediction is Nas. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Nas. All right. I think he was supposed to get it a, a couple times, and now it's like if he beat whoever he beat in this field, they ain't gonna be mad. Wait, what do you mean by a couple times? <laughs> life is good. Wasn't he there for life is good, and he lost. 
who he, he lost to who? That was 2012, wasn't it? Right. I don't remember who he lost to. He might have lost to Kendrick. I mean, that's a that's not a bad loss, especially if it was good kid in Mass City. Right, but I'm saying if he win this category, nobody's gonna be mad. Oh, for sure, right? Yeah. Now who? Uh, now I think if D Smoke win, I think people are gonna be pissed that's, off. That's gonna be a riot. <laughs> yeah, D Smoke the only person y'all was trying to replace on that thing, man. Basically, <laughs> but I like his album though. I think it's a decent. I think it's a pretty good album. I think it's gonna age really well. But think about it, like it, it got an age. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, what I mean? Yeah. And you talk. Look, listen to how listen to how you talk about this D Smoke album. How you talk about that? Pray for Paris. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't as good as Pray for Paris, but it's still a good album though. So it's like Pray for Paris, and it's like everybody else. All right, all right squad. We got y'all predictions locked in. So we are gonna see what they look like when they when they uh come through. Uh, when when is the Grammys? I think it's in February. 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 All right. February. So we much early on our predictions. We're going to see what it look like. So we're going to get on, get on to the get on squad. We're going to go get to NBA free agency. We got a lot of moves, a lot of alerts coming through on y'all phones. Lakers making moves. Clippers making some moves. They signing this person and that person. We're trying to figure out who the winners and losers are so far for this free agency. Who y'all think making the biggest moves that's most impactful for their franchise? Talk to us. The Lakers. <laughs> Off the top. The Lakers, man. <laughs> the rich get richer, bro. Talk to me about the moves, though. What's man, going on? <laughs> to get Schroeder, that was that was like a, a big move. That that dude can ball. So to get him, Wes Matthews to replace Danny Green, that was great. Montrez Harrell, I don't know. He can score. But the fact that they had to sit him down in the playoffs, like that's a that's a concern. So, I don't know. Even just those three right there, that's good. And I forgot who the fourth player they got because they didn't sign so many people. Who the last person? Uh, who's uh, Marcus All? Marcus All. Marcus All, yeah. So, getting rid of Marcus All for Dwight Howard for Marcus All, that's a win in itself. I mean, he like, so, yeah. Hopefully, he can give that defensive player of the year to LeBron when he, when he, when they uh, meet up that he stole from him back in uh, 2012. 2013. Hold on, hold on, what? Hopefully he give that Defensive Player of the Year award to LeBron that he stole from him back in, I think it was 2013. You heard what I said, man. And you know I'm right. Don't even... No, you're not right. He didn't even... He wasn't even on an all-defensive team. I, everybody heard the speech that LeBron gave. Yeah. He was on the second team and yada, yada, yada. How does a second? How does a person on the second NBA All NBA team win Defensive Player of the Year? So it had to automatically go to LeBron. It couldn't be anybody else on the first. It could have been anybody on the first team. But, so say that. Don't say it was LeBron. But it was. But everybody know that it was LeBron. But everybody don't know that. <laughs> All right. Listen. <laughs> so the biggest winner, of course, is the Lakers. They about to repeat with these additions that they added to the team: right. Schroeder, uh, Harold, uh, Mark Gasol. Um, West Matthews and West Matthews, so they they got some shooting. They got the def, uh, def, uh, defenders. I'm I'm a little hurt by the Rondo loss because I like playoff Rondo. That might that might hurt them uh, down the stretch. I feel um, like they didn't value him enough. Yeah, man, because he left for like uh, two years like, or fifteen million, like seven million. Yeah, I could give him seven million dollars or a non-contender too. Or not? Yeah, they ain't contender yeah, for a championship. 
star. They might they might make the playoffs this year, but they're oh not, for sure, they're not gonna contend. So who um, they? All right, I'm. Nah, yeah, I just think Rondo. I mean, but I guess you replace Rondo with Schroeder, so I guess that's not really a big drop off. But like, playoff Rondo is different. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was gonna say. Rondo in the playoffs is different. Yeah, I'm and LeBron ain't listening to Schroeder. He'll listen to Rondo. So why you think they were so lax on on letting Rondo go? Why, Why was it a different move for them? Maybe because they 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 figure they got younger. Uh, pardon me. For like maybe they feel like they got younger uh, with Schroeder, especially him averaging eighteen off the bench. Rondo was averaging eighteen, especially coming off the bench. So, hope if if Schroeder could run the second the second uh, team offense and actually give LeBron a break, I think I think they'd be straight. So, Lakers done. Yeah, I feel like they done making moves. I don't know. Nah, they got one more. Who? I don't know, but there's one more. <laughs> I, I think they don't need no more moves. I think they straight. So keep, keep I Kuz. thought that they wasn't gonna get rid of Kuzma because you know I think he messing yeah. with Jeannie Bus. I think that's her little boy toy. <laughs> I don't know why. Don't even why are you even putting it out there like that. <laughs> <laughs> you have no factual evidence. <laughs> Of this whatsoever. Say disclaimer, disclaimer. disclaimer you know, it's not no breaking news. It's hey, not no, we don't have no hey, no sources. Per- hey, say that's from Black Twitter. That's yeah, from Black, that's from Black Twitter. Twitter. I seen too many pictures, man. Yo, <laughs> you funny, boy. There ain't no way he shouldn't have got traded, man. Come on. Traded for who? Who gonna get him? Man, somebody. I'm good, he man. Was, Keep cool. He was beyond ass. Nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Don't do that. Right. They think he might be a play, uh, not a playoff, but an all-star player. Some people say in like a couple of years. Yeah, man. Let him develop some more. Like, he going to be all right, man. He got to find his way. Once he find his way, he going to take off. Hey, Jeff. He's oh, only 16. He's only 21. <laughs> <laughs> 2016. Yeah. You already know what I'm talking about. That's Kuzma right there. <laughs> All right, man. All right. <laughs> All right, squad. Uh, so NBA presents everybody loving the Lakers moves. It seemed like the Lakers moves uh kind of clouded over everybody else. Y'all ain't got no seconds, no second tiers. Uh, franchise, y'all feel like Atlanta? Okay. Atlanta. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh Phoenix. Mm. I like Chris Paul being there. I like I like Chris Paul being there. And what he did with OKC last year, Phoenix should make the playoffs. And that's that's a good that's a good guard combo with uh CP three and uh Devin Booker. Um Portland, I mean Portland kept they kept Melo. Norkid is coming back healthy. Covington. Um, Covington. Yeah, they added Covington and Rodney Hood. I think Rodney Hood resigned with them too, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, so I think But he coming off an Achilles though. KD is too, so kind of reminded yeah. me of my Golden State Warriors, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that kind of hurt. Yeah. <laughs> what they you got actually, for us, Tom? They actually had a a pretty good off season too, though. Mm-hmm. Who? Golden State. Who do they add? The Kelly Oubre. That's a good pickup for sure. That's a good pickup. You know, he ain't Clay, but to be able to get that, and I like their draft pick too. I like Wiseman. I like Wiseman. Yeah, that's yeah. I, if they would have known like uh, Clay About got hurt uh, early, I think they would have went a different route. They did. They knew prior. 
They did? I thought they didn't mm-hmm. find out until after they picked them. Nah, this was early in the day it came out. Okay. That makes, they, but they didn't know the severity of it, though. All right, squad. So, look, we didn't cover the NBA. It's only fitting to get on to the NFL, right? So, we got six games left in this season. Six games left in the season. With the NFL, it's very unpredictable. So, I'm interested to hear what y'all got for us. Uh, we got the top teams listed so far with the best record. We're going to throw that out there. We got the Steelers, 10-0. Kansas City, City 9-1. and And we got New Orleans, 8-2. and uh, what's y'all predictions on who gonna win this super Super Bowl and bring a championship to their city? Which y'all got? We gonna go with uh, gonna go with Tone first for this one. It's really hard to go against the Steelers. Like it's really difficult to say they're not gonna win. Granted, they haven't lost yet, but it's like they don't have any weaknesses. Defense is solid. They always keep a great receiver for some reason. Running game is good, and I think Mike Tomlin might be the best coach in the NFL outside of Belichick. I mean, he's he is what he is. But they got it all. So I'm going to have to roll with the Steelers as of now. Versus who? Steelers versus who? <laughs> <laughs> you say, yeah, he thought about hey. nobody else. <laughs> no, they, they, I'm just saying the NFC is just so so close. Mm-hmm. Like, I think last week it was like six, six and three teams or something like that. Yeah. So if I had to pick an NFC team, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I, I, Saints. The Saints. I mean, Drew Brees injured right now, right? I don't yeah. know how long he gonna be out. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know, man. I would like to say Seattle, but they defense horrible. Yeah. But like, we've been saying this before, though, right? Like teams come in, they you know perfect records, or they only lost one game for the season, and then we just get blindsided. But like some eight. Eight and two. I mean, eight, eight, you know, eight and eight teams. Like some some crazy uh, record, and they come in and they take they take it all away. So y'all don't think it's any teams in there uh, like some sleepers that can that can knock on that door? Yeah, I mean, Chiefs. The Chiefs. I mean, they they nine and one. They nine I, and one. If though. if they yeah. if they make it, if if the, if the Steelers and the Chiefs both make it to the AFC Championship, I mean, it's, it's hard to go against like the defending champs, right? Patrick Mahomes is just like on another level, but they give up as many points as they as they mm-hmm. put up. So if it's going to be a shootout, you can lean toward the Steelers because they have at least a defense at least get a stop. You know what I'm saying? If it comes down to like, ah, right, we need a stop, the Steelers defense can get that stop and like win the game. So I, it's hard going against Mike Tomlin, especially him being a black coach. Um, it's, it's, that's hard. I think the Steelers. It's gonna be between the Steelers and the Chiefs in the AFC. The NFC, I think, is gonna be, man, maybe uh the Saints. But like the Saints get to the playoffs every year, and they just they just don't win. <laughs> so something crazy happened for them, and they just don't win. So it's like, I, how many times are we gonna keep you know saying the Saints are gonna make it and they don't make it? I want to. I like Tone. I want to say Seattle too because of Russell Wilson. It'd be cool if he got another ring. I'm just. Up, I'm upset about my. You know my Bears and my my Forty Niners and. So you can't think straight. But my Patriots, they can still like they can they can try to make a push. No, they can't. Shut up. Uh, 
It's over with too. They five and five, man. It's, it's, if listen, the Washington Redskins is four and seven and leading their division. Washington football team. Oh my bad, right? The Washington football team. They're leading. Put some respect on that, bro. They're leading <laughs> their hard. division. They're leading at a four and seven. I know. So like, if they can make the playoffs, my Patriots can make the playoffs, bro. And, and my my football team looking all right. Alex Smith actually balling. He all right, man. He all right. He all right. We'll see. That's 17 surgeries, bro. And that's an amazing comeback story for sure. And he threw for 400 yards the other day. Yeah. But who were they going against? It don't matter. They lead <laughs> the division. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. But it matter who you play. What are you talking about? They lead, they lead the division. All right. Four, at four and seven, man. You got hope for Washington. You been quite about, about that. You been quite about them all year, and now all of a sudden you like they leading the division. I, I went. This is our first podcast back. Jim. I know, but we talk daily, so I ain't trying to hear that. I don't think about that. Right. <laughs> and you talking about a five and five team? That one more win. It's the Patriots, though. Right. So nobody from the NFC they don't have a chance against uh, the AFC team. Nah, I, I, mean, think the, I don't nah, think so. I think the AFC is gonna just gonna take this. All right. Predictions the Steelers. Who you going with, uh, Jay Supreme? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the, the Chiefs. Tone got them Steelers. You I'm got go the, with Chiefs? the Chiefs. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. All right, man. That, that same that same a little easy though, man. It don't seem like y'all took any risk with that. I guess it's just self-explanatory, huh? I mean, you got the yeah. two best <laughs> yeah, you got the two best records in the league. So it's like nobody's really like standing out like that this year, you know. It's a we ain't about like, to find out to the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's only, you know, any given Sunday, injuries can happen, especially with the, like, the COVID happening. Um, so it's like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of seven and three teams. Like the Buccaneers are seven and three. So I don't I know. I forgot about the Bucks. If I can get Tom, if Tom Brady can like just be more consistent, they'll be straight. He got a whole squad and just don't be throwing the ball yeah. down the field. Hey yeah. man, put some respect on put some respect on his name, man. I know I don't want Jeff over here attacking the person and not the argument today, yeah, man. You, you can't talk clo- about yeah, Brady. You man. came close already, man. Don't make <laughs> <laughs> somebody said shut up or something. Might as well throw an ass in between that. <laughs> oh, that was Jeff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my, my, All right, my, yo. my bad. My bad. Nah, yeah, man. Respect, respect See? the culture. See? All right, so look. See? We over here, we about to get into uh, a little comedy, a little, little, little section of uh, comedy for, with my man Chappelle. I don't know if anybody heard the news about Chappelle uh, hollering at Netflix, uh, you know, using some of his clout to get them to take down the Chappelle show um, that he doesn't get any residuals from, uh, from the creative process of that. And so Chappelle got... Netflix to take it, take it down. What do y'all think about uh, that process and like creative integrity and how people should be uh, recognized and rewarded for for that? I mean, his name on the show. What y'all think? Um, well, and well, in business, like they can do whatever they want to do. You know, he did sign a contract, so if Comedy Central wants to license that property, they have every right to. Um, now is it like morally, you know, right or is it wrong? Yeah, it's wrong, but you know, what, what can, what can he really do besides try to like get a lawyer and try to like take them to court? Because I mean, even in court, like they're going to be like, well, you did sign this contract. So I don't even know, I guess the boycott of him asking like not to watch his show 
until they like pay him. I think that's the only option that he has because he did sign the contract. So I think it's I think it's unfortunate. Um, but he was like 28 years old. He had like a baby on the way, and they, they I guess they probably used that against him, you know. And then he had his people look over con over the contract. And they, everybody was telling him, you know, it's a good deal, and it really wasn't a good deal. So it's definitely unfortunate. Um, hopefully, like the people that's coming up under him, like they, they pay attention to his story. Um, anybody can really pay attention to a story and like learn something from it. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I just hope they pay him. You know, I hope they pay him. He definitely deserved to get paid for his intellectual property. What you got, Tom? I agree. I, I agree with everything you said. It's kind of dope that he was able. To just go to his employer and be like, well, go to Netflix and be like, hey, man, uh, I don't like the way they did me. Could y'all take this down? And they did it for him. But I still think it's kind of wrong for him to do that for the simple fact he did enter whatever agreement he did with Comedy Central for them to do what they did. So Yeah, so let's talk about that then. So if I'm 28, right, uh, and I'm signing a contract is it is all right so basically is this evolving to the point because we notice like nba players doing the same thing like they starting to take ownership over their you know intellectual properties or whatever and they and they like damn the organization i'm gonna do what's best for me like it seemed like for entertainers period it's starting to lean that way since it's on their name so what do you what do y'all think in regards to fairness is it a is it the obligation of the um the companies now to start putting stuff out there like that. That's in benefit of the actual property that they're trying to own. Well, Should companies start changing it up? Just out of curiosity, don't you wish you can go back and get paid for some overtime hours that you did get paid for? Yeah. Facts. Yeah. That's what he's essentially asking for. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But is it wrong? Yeah. Is that wrong to ask for that? No, it's not wrong for them to ask, but don't mean they have to get it. Right. So, like, yeah. So, but if you you only gonna gonna hit the shot if you shoot or miss, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean, you gotta yeah. at least try. I get it, but I'm saying I wish I can go back and add up all these hours and get paid for the stuff that I didn't get paid for prior, and that's essentially what he's doing. I don't have a problem with him doing that, and then but also, I didn't say it was wrong with nothing yeah. wrong with it, but I'm just saying if they don't do it, then you really can't. I still would like to watch the Chappelle show on some platform. I mean, I, I can sh- I can show you how to watch it without like supporting either company. So, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I can mm-hmm. I can hook you up with that. Uh cool. you you can you can definitely watch it without supporting Netflix or uh HBO uh, Max. But cuz I watch it anyway with, without those uh platforms. Mm. Uh but I just I just hope that he gets his I hope he gets his money, you know. And it was a raw deal. So, like, it kind of, like, makes you wonder, like, is there morals and business practices, you know? And should people operate in good faith? You know, should people approach a business deal with with morals, you know? Um, Because if I'm if I'm Comedy Central and I'm the I'm the top exec and I'm talking to this this young man who's about to sign a deal that I know is going to probably benefit our company. Uh, most mostly morally like how do I go to how do I go home that night you know what I'm saying like I just had this kid sign this raw deal and he's not going to get paid 
it's good for us, you know, like, how do you, you know what I mean? Like, how do you go home and, like, think about stuff like that? But I guess that's why I they get- say there's no feelings in business, but there can be. You can you can operate with in, in business with good morals, and I think Netflix is showing that. They're big in one of their biggest draws, which is Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. They want to keep him happy. And they don't they 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 he, he asked them to like take it down because it made me feel bad. So you can operate with morals um and still make money and still, you know, keep your people happy. And I think Netflix has shown that. So I we are let's not forget that Dave Chappelle is the one that breached the con- original contract. Am I correct? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. So he quit and like, yo, I want to get paid for quitting. That's fair. That's not that's not what it is, though. That's not that's what exactly, it is. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> no, nah, that's not what it is. He want to get retroactively paid for quitting. He No, he want to get retroactively Is it that or do he want to get paid for utilization? I mean, it's his name. It's Chappelle's show, right? Yeah. He was a part of the creative process. So is he asking? So I guess my question is, is he asking or pushing because he was a part of that process? Because we're not talking about like an actor in a movie, right? They ain't create none of that. They ain't even write no lines. They just got the lines and they acted. Yeah. So for properties, because Chappelle show is a property now, like why is he pushing so hard? He should for compensated for writing, producing, and everything that he did back then. He was, but it wasn't a lot. It wasn't enough. It wasn't. They didn't pay him what he should have got paid. I guess what's enough then? It's, that's not the network's fault. It is because they they it's in a sense it is their fault because they they drafted up the contract. Did he sign it? Yeah, he signed it, but he thought it was a good deal, and they know it wasn't a good deal. So even then, though, if they're still using his property and he's not getting paid, like shouldn't he still get paid if they're using his property still? If they're streaming it and licensing it out, you st- like shouldn't you still get paid? I'm saying, if we watch Training Day now. Denzel was already paid for us. That's that's different though. How? Because like, we only think about training that we think about Denzel. Think about a sitcom. Think about when a sitcom be, get, gets into syndication, mm-hmm. like uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? So when it was, if it's on the TV networks, those actors that was and the writers and the producers, they all still get a check because it's in syndication. So with Comedy Central, they're licensing this this Chappelle show. He's not getting his. He's not getting his. Uh, his his um residuals, but that's, that's what he's not, asking for. He's asking for his residuals. But he's not, not asking to go back fault. and pay me. That's not so, the network's fault that he decided that he didn't do a good deal. So, so Bam Adebayo, we just got through talking about him getting all this money. If he don't perform to what he perform, supposed to perform, so he got to give it back. Nah, exactly. So you speaking to a lesson there? So you. Uh, so are you saying it's on the responsibility of the talent to make sure they represent it well? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm it, saying? I know, I know it happens all the time and people get jerked around all the time. But like LeBron is doing, like LeBron turned the league to a player league. And not look at all these players getting their money. They don't care about these organizations. Mm-hmm. But even, so I, even, even when even if it is your responsibility, right? I think the point that he was making, like they're all in on it. 
Mm. You know, like the the people that he, the lawyers that he had look over his contracts, the people that presented him the contract at Comedy Central, they're all in on it. So they're all telling him this is a good deal. You understand what I'm saying? So like, if you have everybody, even if even if you, your lawyers that you hire to look over contracts is telling you this is a good contract, you're going to sign the contract because everyone is saying who you hired that it is a good contract. You understand what I'm saying? So no, you go I, and sign that contract, and then you find out later, like, yo, this really wasn't good a, a good contract. So how was that your fault? So I'm going to put it to you this way. I got, I got two things, right? So Chappelle was going through something when he decided to breach that contract. And maybe he was just trying to get up at it, like, you know what, whatever. Maybe he didn't even take the proper protocols. That's one. And he, two, no, no, no. Maybe, maybe I'm just jealous that he's able to go back and correct the mistake. <laughs> <laughs> One of his biggest mistakes. Yeah. He, he, but you <laughs> know what, jealousy. though? Listen, he didn't breach the contract. He only he was only he only did two seasons. Oh, I did two seasons, and then and uh, then that, that the third season was just uh, skits that they had already pre-recorded. They offered him money to do it the next season, morning, and yeah. he walked away from it. So he didn't right. breach a contract. I got you. I got you on that one. Yeah. But even still. Okay, so <laughs> you want your retro overtime? That's what you said. <laughs> either that, or just man, I can correct some old mistakes publicly, yeah. and everybody okay with it. I mean, well, I guess it is two things to take away from it, right? So what you saying, Tom? You know, you gotta make sure your ducks in a row in regards to creating, you know, that contract and like making sure you get what you're supposed to get out of it. Um, and coming back, that ain't always guaranteed somebody going to be on your side. And right. Jay, I mean, you pretty much saying it, it got to be some morality to it as well um, in the game because uh, we're seeing, like, the benefits of it. Sometimes, like, you got to push, right? You got to push. And that's what Chappelle doing. Like, he pushing the boundaries right now for people maybe coming back on some on some real – crappy deals yeah. so maybe he might open up that door going forward mm. but tone i feel we're gonna get you that overtime bro don't you but look don't <laughs> you was, feel don't you feel better about netflix today than you did i do absolutely because you know what i'm saying like you mm. like remember remember the monique situation right when she was saying like they not paying her the money that she should be getting paid and stuff and people was like well we're not gonna some she had some people that support her and just people that didn't right but like now with them backing up Dave Chappelle, was like you you feel better that you subscribe to their to this company that you paying seventeen dollars a month. I think they're about to go up some more. But you still feel okay with your subscription service because they decide to to back a black man, you know? And do the right thing. I agree. Hey, well we all can agree on this. There wouldn't be no uh Dave Chappelle uh as we know him today. Uh as like one of the I guess you know some people would say top comedians out. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get into who are your top five uh, comedians? Who are your top five comedians who make you laugh? What style appeals to you the most? You know, all these different factors. Everybody got a different five. We can go from old to new, whatever way y'all want to do it. Current. Um, we see what's on your list. We're going to start with brother Jay Supreme. <laughs> Who's your top five, brother? Uh, I so... It's always hard for me to make like five. I always have like a caveat, but I'm gonna stick to the five, all right? And I'm gonna do my, I'm gonna do my uh, honorable mentions. So my number, I knew that was <laughs> <laughs> my uh, 
my five, my number five, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go uh backwards. Kevin Hart, so number five. Number four, Chris Rock. Uh number three, Richard Pryor. Number two, Dave Chappelle. Number one, Eddie Murphy. That's my that's my five. My honorable mentions, Corey Holcomb, Anthony uh Jeselnik, Patrice O'Neill. Patrice, okay. All right, what you got for us, Tom? We're going to get into that top five, though, uh, Jason Prince. We're going to get into that. What you got for us? All right, number one, I got Chappelle. Uh, number two, I got Mike Epps. Number three, I got Bernie. Of course. Number four, I got D.L. Hughley. I like D.L. And number five, I always like number five is kind of like, eh, those four is my, my four I really like. Number five is all over the place because it, it changes. So today, I'll probably give it to, I'll give it to Kevin Hart. I ain't want to. <laughs> you said that, I wish like... I could see your face right now, bro. <laughs> like that was hard. That was hard. That was hard the last man. three specials was trash. Trash? Oh my god! But the first three were amazing. I don't think they were trash, but I do. We can get into that. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking at y'all list, man. It's uh, it's a big difference. Uh, with the with the exception of uh Chappelle. And Kevin Hart, um, y'all got any questions about each other's list before we move forward? Because they don't seem definitely. You know, I mean, I know that's debatable, but we definitely don't seem like we're on the same page with this one. <laughs> y'all got y'all yeah, like you know what? Because like Kevin Hart, I, when I put Kevin Hart in my five, it's like like you you just gotta recognize his greatness, his rise, his 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 hustle, his rise to fame, his dedication, his hard work. Like he built his brand from the bottom up, you know, and I think he's funny, you know, now you may disagree. I mean, comedy is subjective, you know, so even if you feel like he's not funny, I, I think he is. Now, is his last uh, stand ups, are they like as good as his first couple? Probably not. But you, you still can't like take away from what he established or what he accomplished you know that's why i got kevin hart in my top five only for those reasons right now everyone else that i have like eddie murphy like his his two his delirious is phenomenal right but also his movies like eddie murphy is funny like all around so like the nutty professor you know you have uh, Norbit, you know, you have coming to America, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did you, you say Norbit, bro? Bro, Norbit is hilarious. Like, if you don't think, if you don't think Norbit is funny, bro, go go watch Norbit. I know, I know, I know. I got you. Once Nova get old enough, bro, <laughs> watch watch Norbit and see how much you laugh. I'm telling you, Norbit is one, hilarious. One, one Mike Epps in Norbit? Was he? Uh, I don't know. I think he was. And McCat Williams, right? Yeah. So, 
Um, but like I said, like coming to America, classic, right? Well, like, I think he should have got an Oscar for coming yo, to America. Life, classic. You know what I'm saying? Like Eddie Murphy, Martin. And I'm saying, but like Eddie Murphy has these movies that you can just that's th- that's 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 standing the test of time. Beverly Hills Cop. You know what I'm saying? The first forty eight. Golden Child. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you ain't like, gotta go through his IMDb. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's what? so like his, he's the complete package. That's why I got him as number one. His stand up and his movies that he was able to basically uh transition to, you know. And then Dave Chappelle is like his stand ups are hilarious too, but like what he's done in the past and what he's doing right now, you know, like he's been able to persevere, uh, leaving the Chappelle show, you know. Kind of like rebranding himself, getting the Netflix deals. Those Netflix uh, specials are special, you know. Um, Richard Pryor, you know, the Godfather. You know, like how do you not like acknowledge Richard Pryor? Um, he's 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 a reason why a lot of these comedians are who they are, you know. Um, and then Chris Rock, like his stand ups, the way he talk about how he talk about black people, how he talk about. Uh, politics you know and he got some movies too that's you know that's uh that's that's pretty good too that i like that's funny like cb4 cb4 you know what i'm saying (laughs) sweat sweat from my balls you know what i'm saying i'm black (laughs) y'all i'm black y'all uh you got and then you know you got uh he played pookie (laughs) you know you got pootie tang <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Down to Earth was a, is a pretty, de- it's a good movie. I, I like, I like movie. Down to Earth. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I think I love my wife. I think I love my wife is a good movie. Like so, Chris Rock, you know, like Eddie Murphy, he has those movies that you can, that you can, you know, uh, think back to. Um, and then my, you know, my honorable mentions. Like I love dark comedy. And if you don't know who like Anthony uh, Jeselnik is, like watch some of his his stand up routines. This dude is hilarious. Um, he has a joke about suicide, which is freaking crazy. Um, and then Corey Holcomb, like he just don't, he don't, Corey Holcomb don't give a fuck. You know, he going to say what he feel and be funny as hell too at the same time. Um, you know, that's my list. Like, that's why (laughs) my list is better, you know, but. (laughs) (laughs) Say your list better. What you got to say? What you got to say to that, Tom? He he got real pat. Real passionate about his list now. Some yeah, feelings behind that. Can't argue that. You can't you can't argue against that, bro. Just say I got the better list. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like that Eddie Murphy was just complete and utterly bullshit. What? How? How? Hey, like, <laughs> How? Bro, he got what two stand-ups and we call him the GOAT for two stand-ups. That's a reason, bro. You you call Biggie a GOAT and he got two albums. I never called him a GOAT. Biggie not a goat ever. You never said Biggie is a goat. He's not one of the goats. He ain't got enough material. Wow. I seen him this play is, two seasons and he's great this, as hell. This a new. This a this a new. This is news to me. But okay. We we yeah, we, we never really talked. We I, talk I, I tell you how I think he was like Len Bias, the most talented. We never seen him. That's disrespectful to Biggie. But go ahead, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> so you think Eddie Murphy being number one is bullshit? I think Eddie because Murphy. he got two stand ups. Yeah, like he got two docu, he got two setups that's documented. We don't know what he, you know, you don't make those specials out of nowhere. So he had to have some other standups, bro. Like, come on, you going off stuff that he might have had. He had to. Who just who just gonna make a special out of nowhere, bro? I don't have to. (laughs) 
All right, so <laughs> no, my thing with uh, so I don't understand how you can compare Eddie Murphy to Chappelle. As far as I don't as get what? it. As far this as geniusness that Chappelle is putting out right now is it's genius. It is. And I Ed, acknowledge Eddie, that. Eddie's just not there. He never was there. We want to talk about movies? Yeah, ain't nobody a bigger com- comedic actor than than Eddie. Okay. I didn't know we was adding factoring that in. I mean, comedic so- actors. So I guess you can you can say uh, how much it impacts the culture overall, the stand up, right? But the real question is like, what what you saying, Tone? Did Eddie Murphy's stand up contribute to how much of a star he was, or was him being the star that he was made his stand ups more appealing? Like seeing somebody on his level. I think that's what it was. His stand up. I'm not saying that, I'm saying the stand up wasn't funny. It was funny. But he made his bones on Saturday Night Live. Okay, but his stand-up was was before he, before the coming to Americas, before, uh, you know, life. It, it was before those those movies. Forty eight you know hours. They went before forty eight hours. Yeah, and was. that's what took them over. But forty eight hours not a is not a, like a comedy movie though, bro. You it is one. And 48 Hours is the one that made him lovable. Well, Saturday Night Live, but 48 Hours is what did it. You talking about Beverly Hills Cop? I'm talking about 48, 48 Hours with 40, Nick Nolte. Yeah, 48 Hours, but that's not a that's not a that's not a, a comedy. Okay, it's not a comedy. It is, but all right. All right. <laughs> Yo, I'm looking at y'all list, like, and there's no shots to any form of uh schooling, but um, not for y'all, just period. But one of these, one of the lists look like a Catholic school list. And the other one look like a public school is. And what I mean by that is, uh, you got like some straight, like journeyman comedians on here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Bernie, DL, people that like, I, like really. I think he it. went with like just. I think you went with just stand up. <laughs> like you didn't. You didn't factor any other things. You just went yeah, with stand up. I had Jeff got factors. people that hit the culture. Yeah, like yeah, overall. Yeah. yeah, I mean Jay. Yeah. So why? What? I, I'm I'm kind of curious now because this this types into. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Yeah. So, so who? What's up, bro? Who your top? Who the public five? school? Who, who your top? Five? <laughs> yeah, who my top five? five? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm public school. <laughs> my public. School. Wait, hold on. Public school is terrible. So like, <laughs> let's not. Even... Oh no, nah, no. Nah. Like, uh, my top five. Chappelle would definitely be in there. Uh, um, I wouldn't put Eddie. I love Bernie. DL would be in my. I love DL. Crit. That's the one person. Yes. I love DL. Yeah, Chris Rock would be in my. And uh, I like Gerard, uh Carmichael. Name? Carmichael. Yeah, dude is like cleverly funny with some stuff that he should probably be canceled for. Canceled quotation marks for talking about, but he, he uh, I think two he's specials, a, bro. Two. Yeah, so but that but that do go on to a point one. too, like <laughs> like how many like oh, you well, think what did he, did he just say? He got two specials. Gerard got two specials, bro. <laughs> how, how many uh, Eddie Murphy got? I'm just just throwing just, that out. There. But I'm, what I'm saying is he add him to I'm his sorry, list. Sarah, I'm like you I can't even you you can't even go there because you know we, we got a two. We have a we have a we have a three special minimum. Really, you got to have at least three. Two came. Yeah, that body of work is important, but impact on the culture is too. So I, I get, I get both sides of this thing. But uh, y'all list was like, ooh, ooh, besides Chappelle, 
and Kevin Hart, who you struggle to get out. Like y'all yeah. stuff is different, different, uh, completely different comedians. That's that's dope though, because that show it's all about like the appeal too, like style of c- c- comedy. Like so, yeah. Uh, so the Eddie Murphy part, guys. Um, I'm gonna call that part. It was kind of disrespectful in the best way possible, man. I kind of <laughs> like the way uh the way that went. I almost would love for us to elaborate a little bit more on on the Eddie piece and two specials, but I think y'all summed it up summed it up pretty good comparing it to Biggie. This, you're right. Do disrespectful, you, bro. Like, do you do you need more, Dad? I'm gonna ask you this final time because it don't seem like from stand up comedian standpoint. Does a stand-up comedian need more work to be considered a GOAT? I I think, so like, when we say specials, right, you're thinking about these corporations coming in to put you on their network, HBO specials, right? Or whoever, like right now it's Netflix, you know what I'm saying? Amy Schumer has has some specials on Netflix. Does that mean she's amazing as a stand-up comedian she wouldn't make my list you know what i'm saying uh so like i'm not cool with just saying like oh he only has two specials you know you gotta you gotta cross him out because for one we don't know what type of you know uh the chilling circuit that he that he had to go through you know what i'm saying we don't we don't i don't i don't know this person i don't know how many comedy clubs that he hit before actually making those specials you understand what i'm saying so he had to put in some work whether it was on saturday night live he he has a body of work that looking at those two specials you don't you don't necessarily have to like say like ah he only got two specials but yeah he got 20 top 10 20 uh 20 number one movies you know what i'm saying he had a run on snl you know what i'm saying like he has he his full complete body of work is more than that more than those two specials now, if you just want to say just stand up specials, then my list would be a little different because Dave Chappelle, his stand up more recently is good. But like, what was it? Killing me softly. Like, are you going to compare that to Chris, Chris Rock's uh, stand ups? Are you going to compare? You know what I'm saying? Like. What are we? What are we really doing? You know, what's your what's your real criteria? Are you just going off two specials because I said Eddie Murphy or like what you doing, son? Come on, talk to me, Tom. What we doing? <laughs> so, just to make sure I heard you correctly, you said we don't know Eddie Murphy's chitlin. I said I don't. I don't know. I didn't dig deep into his career like that, so I don't know. Right. Okay, you said he had to have had some other work in order for those two specials to be that good. Am I correct? Correct. You didn't see him. So what? So how can you tell me about some work you didn't see? I said he had to. Right, but they're not not just handing out specials to everybody, bro. Come on now. I'm saying, but you're adding that into the criteria. You're like, well, he had to have this, so it had to be fired. That's why, you know. I'm giving the I'm giving the validity of those specials. That's all I'm that's what I'm doing. That you never saw, don't know exists. Yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't see a lot of stuff that I know exists. What are you talking about? <laughs> like you have to see something to like to actually say that it existed. You walk by faith, huh, Jeff? 
I, I'm, I'm not a man by faith. I'm not. <laughs> That's what you're I'm doing really right not. now. I'm not, he literally, bro. He said, no, I, I'm I saying, know, no. What I know I'm, it exists. No, what I'm saying is, just because he has two specials doesn't take away his body of work. That's my argument. That's what I'm, I'm saying, debating. What body of work? I just gave you 20 movies. I'm talking about, <laughs> what you talking? I'm talking about, I'm talking about the movies. I'm talking oh. about the, the, the specials. Right. Specifically so you, you only specials. talking about, he only got two, he, he got two specials that were groundbreaking, that set the coach on fire, that everybody wanted to be like. He, he, his specials set a wave of new comedians, bro. What are you talking he about? Didn't, he didn't get that from prior. Just, I'm just, just throwing it out there. That's cool. That's cool. So how did he? So the way y'all look at it is like fundamentally is different. That's what yeah, it's like. fundamentally different. But it ain't saying either one of y'all wrong. Impact on the culture breed more comedians, right? Eddie, Eddie was Facts. he killed, he the first comedic superstar, black comedic Facts. superstar. Okay, I give him that. Yeah, we're we gonna see how COVID impact the culture too. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I ain't seen a good special yet, and I can't really consider. Uh, I mean, can we consider Dave Chappelle's COVID special comedy, or was it like a public service announcement? Public service announcement. Which one? The last the one last he one. came on with, uh, where he had the audience. Can we even consider that like a like stand up? Well, unforgiving, right? Come on, unforgiving. The one he was talking to the people. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be stand up because it was some jokes in it. For one, but that's his genius, though. You know what I'm saying? He can sit there and talk to you, and he he can help you see the picture by throwing in those jokes and storytelling. You know, so I think yeah, it's just, it's just, I guess it's only 17 minutes. Are we going to count that? You know, maybe he. I'm pretty sure he was saying some things before those 17 minutes too, though. I don't. I've never seen him just do a a piece for 17 minutes. You know, um. None of y'all had Cat Williams, man. I love Cat Williams, bro. But we talking about are we talking about full body of work or are we only talking about <laughs> specials? I saw Cat Williams live and he was funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, his Pimp Chronicles is a is a classic. But like how many other classes do we have as a special? You know? I, I know a lot of people that really like all his work. I'm not a big Cat Williams fan. That's just me. But I think Mike Epps is highly underrated. Why? Hey, Amen. Yeah. Like, he makes me laugh. Everything gets, doesn't have to be thought-provoking. Okay, you want to turn your brain off. Yeah, sometimes I just want to laugh. Hey, look, I ain't about to lie to y'all, man. Y'all, uh, this comedy stuff, I see why it's called debatable. At first, I was thinking, you know, my first show, Y'all over here agreeing a lot. I ain't really y'all y'all on some disrespect for even bringing me in to moderate something where y'all agreeing all the time. But this, <laughs> but this this here, I see it now. I see it with y'all list. Y'all some different brothers, not at the core, but on the surface for sure. Oh, yeah, so we gonna go ahead and get into uh, something that was a bit different. You know what <laughs> I mean? Last night we had some fifty old people boxing. One at it, you know, 50 plus, 51 and 54, Iron Mike Tyson, 54, Roy Jones, 51. Uh, To be honest, it was a lot of interesting stuff on that card (laughs) that's going to be talked about on social media for quite some time. Uh, You know, the 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 viewers and the the people listening definitely want to hear y'all thoughts, man. What what y'all got for us for uh, the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones fight? Uh, We're going to start with uh, Tone for this. 
All right, so first let me um let me preference the Roy Jones and, and Tyson with my man getting the sonic rings knocked out of him. <laughs> I'm still hurt for and now they got a Nate Robinson challenge. It was bad. So, so when you get a chance, go on the on the online and check out the Nate Robinson challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as Tyson and Roy Jones. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Like Tyson was about all that action, but you could tell Roy was like, man, Joe, like get off me, man. <laughs> like <laughs> Roy's slow now. He couldn't even move. He tried to do the same thing. Like you could tell his mind was trying to do it, but his body wasn't cooperating. Facts. You seen it. He tried to throw that little jab and the jab would stay on Tyson's shoulder. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Last night. It's like it's like the world needed last night. Mm. So you feel like it was good for the coach? It was good for the world, man. Everybody was happy last night, to be honest with you. Yeah. Everybody was happy. We was all entertained last night. And then completely random, but Snoop killed it last night. Oh, his performance. His performance and his comment commentating. Yeah. Yeah, he may have been a be- one of the best parts of uh last night bro he sure. sounded amazing <laughs> he sounded amazing and he rapped all the classics i'm like joe this dude sleep is a pro man that fool somebody uncle at a uh at the cookout that be talking about everybody he was talking about roy jones joe, he said man he need to close them ribs up and ribs can put on the grill <laughs> <laughs> The ribs on the grill, they getting hot. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> what you got? What you got for us, Jeff? What yo, you what you think about it? Yo, Nate, man. Like, what 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 Drake say? Uh Nate, my man. I hate it had to be him. I hate it had to be him. <laughs> I hate it had to be him, yo. That was like he got hit three times and fell down three times, bro. He only my dude only threw like ten punches through the whole fight. And he got hit, and he got hit with three three out of three out of ten. He went down, like the man. Yo, the NBA need their revenge for one. Like somebody from the NBA need to step in the ring and whoop this dude ass. Cause like Nate, like I don't know who who trained him. They failed him. You know, like horribly. Like that was bad. That was bad, man. He uh somebody said that he start it started off wrong because he had the Knicks colors on. Like he's he's he say uh, you didn't win a game with the Knicks. Why why did you go in the ring and think you was gonna win in a match? Like I I hated I hated that him that I hated that had to be him, man. But black Twitter, black Facebook, Instagram, like hilarious, man. Like I don't I don't know any other culture because maybe because I'm not a part of it that have more fun on social media than black people. Like we are fast. Like the moment he hit the ground, it was hundreds of memes being made bro like it was great now the tyson versus roy jones i hate they call it a draw because i think tyson won like hands down like he won the fight um you could tell like he really didn't want to like knock him out because he was going to the body a lot but i the way jones was like tiring like he was tired and breathing heavy like the man stood up in the, I think in the second round when the bell rang, he looked like shit. We got another round. 
Like, he did not want to go and fight. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he said, like, I got to ask my family <laughs> if I'm going to do this again. <laughs> you know when you got to ask your family something, <laughs> you don't really want to do it. Either you're going to do it or you're like, I, you know, I got to ask my wife. Bro, kids, Tyson you know was saying? mad the fight was over. He, he wanted to go again, bro. <laughs> he wanted to keep going. And he was excited. He was like, yeah, yeah we're going we, we gonna to do this again. Like, I would have <laughs> worried. You're going to be on the undercard. Worry like, shit, I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, speak- <laughs> Speaking of the post-interview. So the post-fight the post yeah. fight interview, oh they God. did it at the same time together. Like, that they was, was going hilarious. back and forth. Yeah. Uh, it seems like, especially like as you stated, Jay Supreme, Tyson's enthusiasm was trying to talk Roy Jones out of not fighting again yeah. <laughs> during the post interview, <laughs> like like I'm proud of you. You took those hits yeah, and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the interesting part is you can see that Mike Tyson is looking towards the future. Yeah. Right. Like maybe this can be a thing. Yeah. Uh, even paying uh, uh, respect to uh, what's the kid, the, the white boy named Jay uh, Jake Paul I think his name Jake Paul Jake yeah. Paul yeah 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 just saying like w- the attention they bring to the culture do y'all think this is something that would be sustainable I think yeah given yep. the state yeah. of uh, I think I, yeah it's because one thing that pardon me um, Tyson said was the guy asked him, like do you think you can would you like fight if you got your license and Mike was like, "No, I don't want to do that. Like, this is what this is what I want to do. This is what we need. This is what the world need." He's basically like, "This is like for charity in a sense." But even though they all making money, but like, he don't want to really put like a, I guess a a super competitive aspect of it. Um, I think it's definitely sustainable, especially with how they, yo, that was that was like a black show, bro. Like the 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 rap performances, like everybody that like that was there. I think they all were from, well, it was a couple of people from L.A., but the fact that it was, like, the, it was for the culture, you know, they can keep that for the culture without, like, appropriating the culture, I think it's definitely sustainable for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a whole thing, like like the big three. Like, I think, like, probably going to see, like, like Holyfield and Tarva or something next or James mm-hmm. Tony. I think it's they all finna come out. And it's gonna be a whole situation like that. I really think that. I so, think it's yeah. good. It's good for I the think culture. Yeah. And it, it feed them dudes so too. They be needing that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Roy Jones needs to go so, and just just continue to like commentate. Like leave that alone, bro. <laughs> you see, yes. they say my man was trying to hold his inside. He was, bro. He was like he was sitting there the whole time. I'm like holding he was holding on like this. Y'all can't see me, but he was he had his gloves wrapped around his stomach, bro. Like he did Yeah, that's he was breathing heavy the whole time. Like he was like sitting there catching his breath, like trying to talk. Like it was crazy. Like he was it was crazy. No, he thought he won. He did think he won. He's like, he said, I, like, I fought from the outside. outside. I fought from the outside. Like, no, you lost. Like, what? But Mike Mike felt like he won. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with a draw. It shouldn't have been no draw though. That's Mike Mike. Mike won, won easily. Yeah. It was it was yeah, no since, on that. Since our boy Roy Jones probably not coming back for this for the next event. I heard you name Holyfield as a possible uh opponent of Mike Tyson. Uh, what about you, Jay Supreme? Who you who you think up next? Um, What's a good card for stars too? For the stars card or the social media card, which y'all think would be a good card um, for that too? I I well, Jake Paul, for one, the NBA, somebody got up from the NBA. 
They got to revenge Nate Thomas. I mean, uh, Nate Robinson, my fault. They got to. And I don't know who can beat this guy, but, like, y'all can't let him Y'all can't let him do Nate like that. Not Nate Robinson. <laughs> you know, not the three-time slam dunk champion. Like, you look. <laughs> Nate Robinson look like somebody's little brother trying too hard. Man. Like, bro. hey, man, stop, man. Go sit down <laughs> somewhere. Go sit down. But uh, I don't know. I don't. As far as like the legends of boxing, man, how, how old is Sugar Ray? I want. I wonder how old. He's sixty four. Oh, see, that's over with. But he he in shape though. He in Bro. shape. I know. I know. Sugar Ray. You, what what you trying to do to Sugar Ray, fam? You want him to go early, don't you? Nah, don't. But he he in shape. Maybe we can get like um. Man, I don't know. Uh, Winky Wright, maybe we get we can get Tarva, maybe. But now Hopkins, you know, he up there. But now Hopkins will um, definitely do it. He'll do it. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. yeah I'm but not against to... Tyson. Nah, hell no. Nah. Uh, oh, so if Tyson, Lennox Ho- Lewis. Gotta be Holyfield. Holyfield, Lennox. Maybe he get his revenge from Lennox Lewis. Um, I think Lewis needs to put some weight on. Didn't he lose too much weight? He might have. But maybe Holyfield, though. Holyfield. Holyfield that, was be, in shape. That'd be a, that'd be a good draw. That'll be a yeah. bit, that might be a bigger draw than the one they have now, especially how successful I think it was. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad performance from, from the boxers. I thought it was hilarious, but like even with like the the performances from like the rap artists, and some of the even some of the undercards, it was like decent fights too. So, I yeah, I, I hope they continue it, man. Yeah. So they um, so with this this new league that they're creating, I'm I'm noticing like COVID. COVID has uh, allowed people to be a little bit more creative with what we entertain by, right? So we didn't had the versus battles. We didn't had now old folks, old men going at it at 51 on, on screen and uh, everybody paying for it. Uh, before we close out, what's what's next for us, man? What's what's the next form of entertainment that you think we could make some money? Let's, let's, let's go a little fun with this. What's the next <laughs> form of entertainment? That y'all think we can make uh, some money off of? We um, might discover it on Debatable and be millionaires by in the next six months. I know, What's right? Up? I, don't, I don't know. Maybe we can do something with Debatable. Have some people come <laughs> on. <laughs> Say, let we go. Yeah, here we go. Let's get some celebrities on this joint. <laughs> Name your top five, brother. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll figure. We'll figure something out. Sure. We can't. We might not. We can't. We can't. We can't really put no ideas out there. Yeah, you I don't know think because I do that. people, you know, people are here and run with it, and we don't even. Yeah, that's not even put that out there in the universe, man. <laughs> but well, yeah. I never thought we'd be sitting back, yeah. watching folks above fifty and be very entertained, or even watching social media stars or NBA players fight and be like thoroughly entertained. It was sure. funny. It was it was competitive. It was all of the above. Yeah, uh, got everything. Like, yeah, and yeah. I and, and we watched it. We paid for it, right? Right, Jason Perrin? Uh, we paid to watch that, right? I pay. I, I plead the fifth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I all right, squad. I was not uh, incriminating myself, but listen, uh, yo, we back. Thank you all for listening to this episode. I want to thank our day ones, our new listeners. I want to thank Tone. I want to thank Cell for coming on, um, yes, joining joining the team. Um, look forward to dropping some more episodes. Um, other than that, man, we out. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back.